If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you batter the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a weirdly specific category. For example, this week we're looking for the best game that someone not in the know would think you made up. Uh, for example, my pick would be, uh, there's a really popular high-budget game in which the protagonist is assisted by a union of Florentine sex workers in a quest to go and beat the shit out of the leader of the Catholic Church and steal one of his ornaments. I am, of course, talking about Assassin's Creed 2, a very real video game, uh, but with a concept that's so absurd that we reference it in the theme tune. Uh, today, I'm joined, as ever, by Editor-in-Chief Tom. Hello, I'd like to be known as Not Tom for this, because I've uh-huh. noticed that yeah. you, you, you basically, at the end of these podcasts, you go, I'm not choosing that because it's Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> Have I done that more than once? Mm. I thought I've only... Can I turn this fan off, actually? That's probably annoying people, isn't it? Um, have I only? I thought I'd only done that the once because I tend not uh, to. I mean, I think it's at least three times now. There's a dog outside going mental. Sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, I think I've only done it the once, and uh, because I'm not known for repeating jokes, Tom. I think it's just you. Just it's a habit now. You don't even notice you're doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do think it's funnier if you don't win. Mm. Uh, in general, and I think everyone agrees with me silently or otherwise uh we're also joined by um alex uh, associate editor hello how I, you doing it's all going off here there's a crying baby there's a barking dog i forgot <laughs> to turn the air conditioner off but i'm assuming you guys can't hear it because no one's complained that's, so it's it's all it's all going swimmingly uh, shout out to, yeah. if, you, if you can't hear the air conditioner shout out to nvidia for the nvidia broadcast software's noise what removal. is this are you it's last week it was jim with his like self-promotion now it's you <laughs> with your little plug i do i do just one, you wait till i actually pick a role-playing game for i one do of one mm. little bit of self-promotion which for all i know tom you've already instructed durani to edit out <laughs> um look i mean we spent we spent four episodes with nobody knowing who i was hmm. and people still don't uh and we're also joined by connor uh staff writer Hey, it's uh, me again. I'm hey, back. how you doing? They brought so, me back, which means I, I wasn't that bad the first time around. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you did pretty well. And uh, although um, I don't think you won. No. I should remember that because it is up to me. Um, Alex is the first person to win more than one episode. Yeah, that's what so, we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so you've got to, uh, you've got, and, and Tom's won it. Tom won it the first time because I didn't want to piss the boss off. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm only kidding. It's because you made like a really uh, impassioned argument, and uh, and I thought you had the best uh, reasoning. Definitely, I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, so uh, this week we're looking for the best game that someone not in the know would think you made up. And I think first of all, I want to hear from Alex because you've picked a very good one. 
it's the first game that popped into my head. Well, there were, there were quite a few that popped into my head, but the front runner was absolutely this game where it's just the, the concept of it is wild. The way the characters look and sound is wild. And that is uh, Katamari Damacy. Um, <laughs> it's just as a concept, the idea that um, the idea that you roll things up and you collect things like a snowball, but instead of being a snowball, you're collecting first off. It might be, tiny little things and then it gets bigger and you're picking up slightly bigger things and then bigger and bigger and you're picking up houses and street lamps and then you're picking up whole planets um it's just hideously stupid wonderful energy just completely out there and i completely love it i love that the name roughly translates to like plump spirit (laughs) Because that's what you're doing. You're bringing things together into this clump and you are a little spirit man who's working for... Is the king of the cosmos a god? I don't quite know. Or is he just a weird dude? Um, like a weird alien Thanos that wants to uh, mm. that wants to ball things up instead of destroy them. Um, yeah. It's... It sort of makes a weird amount of sense as well. Like if you... Because it's, it's a Japanese game and it's like... It, it, now that you've said that, clump spirit, I mean, that sounds a bit like a Shinto concept, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, so... it's, it's got that spiritual because there's a whole... There's two stories, right? And the one is like the king of the cosmos and, and you mm. doing the work for the king of the cosmos. But then there's like that little side story about that family. Yeah. And they are watching the cosmos be restored by your actions. Yeah. And then in a slightly weird, I don't know if it's happy or grim, they're happy to see the cosmos being restored and, and they end up being rolled up in the last Katamari. <laughs> so is, is that one of I don't these know if op- that means they're dead. I don't know. It's a, is it a story of death or rebirth or both? It's a, it's a very, it's, it's a bit, it's a really odd one. It's a bit like the Inkle or something really uh, sort of, sort of vaguely philosophical but like if if you it's one of these things where if you look at it from certain angles it's actually very profound but also yeah. it's a daft as fuck game where you roll <laughs> a bunch of chairs up into a ball like um and chewing gum and other arbitrary things like uh cake and insects and um it's uh what would your what would your elevator pitch for it be apart from what you've just said it's, it's yeah. I mean, well, this is this is why it's such a great pick, right, for this category. Because how do you even describe this? It is a game where you roll things up to make a ball bigger and bigger and bigger, starting out with a tiny ball that's the size of an ant or smaller, and finishing where you are literally rolling up pieces of the universe. And then the story is this crazy sort of philosophical mad cute thing that defies explanation i reckon i mean you're gonna guess i've got an argument against this but (laughs) i think i think as a as a kind of pitch if you said to someone do you know what snowball is most people go yes right yeah they know what snowball is and have you ever rolled a snowball and picked up a a piece of shit or something off the floor by accident (laughs) yeah that's this game I th- I actually think that if you showed this to someone, they'd be go, yeah, that's a video game, right? I think this is like what most people think video games are. 
bits of nonsense. No, most people, most people think video games are blowing away terrorists in, uh, in, in Call of Duty. I reckon or... if someone made fake video game for like quirky TV show, it would just be this. Fake like, video games, fake video games in and quirky TV shows always look like first-person shooters, except they were made by someone who's never seen a first-person shooter, but they've walked yeah. past the House of the Dead arcade machine once before. That's yeah. what they always look like. And I always. Was literally talking about this with a friend uh, who's watching through Breaking Bad at the moment, and he texted me the other day to say, like, absolutely raging. For some reason, they're playing Rage, the id software game, uh, which must have been... Gun. Yeah, with a light gun, it's like it's it's done me in. I can't concentrate. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure in that instance, Bethesda was involved, and they sort of created a little video reel of yeah, what a, yeah. of what an, of what a light gun rage would look like. Usually, it's just like you know. I always think of uh, when I think of was it Andy Kelly? It sounds like an Andy Kelly thing to do, but someone at some point was doing tweets that were like just clips of people playing video games badly in TV shows. <laughs> and I remember, it, and the one that I always think of is The Sopranos, where Tony's playing it, playing Mario Kart with his son, and he's just holding the N64 controller in a way where he wouldn't be doing anything. Um, yeah, but probably holding it like a normal human being would, rather than the way <laughs> Nintendo expects yeah, you to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you but can't I, really blame him. So Andy but, Kelly must have been doing that between articles about the Bloody Baron quest. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like... <laughs> This back to Katamari for a second. It's a game that is. It's one hundred percent a game that is designed by someone who went to art university. You yeah, know? that's that's really um, obvious. And mm. I think it's 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 really interesting in the sense of when you. I mean, this goes a bit deeper, but when you look into the creation of it, how many pictures got got knocked back for it, how mm. tiny the budget was, all that stuff is really cool. But it's the fact that this concept got through at all because it is, this is the sort of concept that even Nintendo would probably reject hmm. because it's so abstract and so weird. But perfect for it, a PlayStation game, right? It's it's that perfect small, small hmm. scale PlayStation game um, where, and it, you know, at its heart, it's like, if you're really describing it in the boring way, you're like, it's a puzzle game where you have to roll up a certain amount of stuff in a certain amount of time. And it's sort of like, you know, you look at the games hmm. that, Takahashi worked on before that and he did like a um he did a racing game that was inspired by Crazy Taxi and it's like when you look at Katamari and the time limit and it's like the stuff way stuff like that works yeah, yeah. and you're rolling around a map you can see the DNA of those things in it but mm. it's so abstract and weird um and the argument is there I, I thought about this a bit because I was like well he is the king of this stuff and so obviously the other thing that I thought about was Nobi Nobi Boy Mm. And it's like, how do you even describe that? Boy has to meet girl, and you stretch boy to meet girl, and boy has to go all the way around the world to get to girl, and then has to contract again after stretching. And I don't know if anyone else has played that game, but I, yeah, I've, I've that is an accurate description. You're swallowing animals in order to extend yourself in order to reach girl, and your <laughs> character's called boy, and you, you're like a big worm snake. But this is the thing. Um, I don't think Nobi Nobi Boy is as good as Katamari. Katamari is genuinely one of the best games of the PS2 generation. Yeah. And I would go a step further and say it's the weirdest game on the PlayStation 2. I would. Th I think there was a, a re-release a re of it, if I remember. They did right. it on, they did a 360 version and yeah. they did all sorts. They did a, 
Um, sure, I've they got did it on PSP one. There's like a PS4 remake, isn't there? Or, or there's another one. Yes, yeah, a new one on PS4. Yeah. Or was there one on uh, Game Pass? I think I played it on Game Pass. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was a like a remaster, and it's really good. Um, it's a fantastic. It's one of these wonderful things from that brilliant kind of um, uh, period where like PlayStation was riding high and and just battering everyone, but also they had a lot of like mainstream success and and like the PlayStation brand basically made gaming like big time mainstream but also they still had so much room for all these little experiments and um it was like like no idea was too mad you know um so it's a it's a and it's one of the best examples of that era that brilliant era of invention that they had it's yeah. got a good um, theme tune as well right yeah it's good good i love it all right um connor you've got a <laughs> i mean i'm going purely by the title for this one you've got something mad yeah my pick is a chinese fan game uh called oh, dong dong never die <laughs> <laughs> dong dong never die the first time i came across dong dong never die i was at my university like fighting game society and there was this one dingy little grungy guy with a laptop in the corner as there always is and he was playing this like super like at its surface like super weird looking fighting game in like versus mode where it was clearly people who had just been taking pictures of like his mates like cut out the background and made like characters out of them, like fan game characters. So, so Dong Dong Never Die is a uh, Street Fighter 2 inspired fighting game where instead of like the World Warriors map, it's different provinces of China. And um, you have a massive range of characters, including Dong Dong, the main character, uh, mm-hmm. Violent Dong Dong, um, Bio Man. <laughs> and then you've also got um, Mario from Mario 64, Mm-hmm. who's just had the Akuma moveset ripped mm-hmm. and put into it. What I think will really tickle your fancy, Jim, is that the story is just Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. In the far future, robots have risen up and, um, you know, destroyed humanity. So we've got to go back and make sure Dong Dong, who is going to save the world, um, survives and makes it. And you have this really kind of entertaining and interesting story mode where you have all these characters which again i just it would be as if you got like your mate like chris bratt and like taking pictures of him like with his leg up on tables and doing kicks and punches and then put him in a fighting game um no this would be a rubbish and gave him a chris bratt moveset right gave him a moveset that is that the that the that rips on all the on all the jokes yeah exactly because I, I cannot stress enough because you sort of skipped over it. The way this game looks is it looks like, you know how they digitized the Mortal Kombat sprites in the 90s? Yeah, yeah. It's like they did that with an early 2000s digital camera, but they had way less budget. So it simultaneously looks better and worse yeah, than the old Mortal Kombat. Oh, it it's, looks it's... like you've literally just ripped some people that you know and just like put them in this fighting game. Uh, but the best thing is that it's actually really great. Like, usually when you go, like, I don't want to say dumpster diving, because obviously they put in a lot of work for these games. But when you go, like, searching the internet for these, like, fan-made fighting games, oftentimes they can be a bit naff or, like, super unbalanced. Uh, but Dong Dong Never Die is actually not only really easy to get into, uh, it's also brilliant. Uh, I love- I've got a question. Go for it. 
You say it's a fan game, right? Yeah. Can you buy it? No, you have to download it from the fan Discord or from the guy's website. Um, so just, just to be clear, so <laughs> if I went and found to search the depths of the internet for some random piece of rubbish, right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone had made in like a day as like literally the most bizarre thing of all time. That would also count. Well, it, would have, it, would have to, it would have to be the best game. It would have to be a great game. And what, you, you're, what you're missing I, I, is Dong Dong do, Never Die is actually fantastic. I, I do, right. I do love uh, 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 the bits of these when uh, it turns into like the end of Law and Order, and Tom's like, "Now, hang on, just a second, Your Honor." <laughs> <laughs> What's the legal status of this game? Like, um, it, well, apart from Mario being in it, uh, it does also. So it has the Street Fighter Four menu theme just in it. Mm. Uh, mm. It has a bunch of sprites and other assets just taken from other <laughs> games. Um, I believe the cat, one of the cowboy characters, rides in um, with a really beautiful two D sprite horse from a Fist of the North Star game. Well, that'll be the Chris Bratt character. I mean, for sure. A lot of Chris Bratt gets it tight. It's got nothing to do with this website. Or... <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh... I, uh, I I just had a look at some footage of it, and one of the first things I found was a PC long play video. Um, I, I assume it is only on PC because it's yeah yeah because yeah. it's it's uh, Wild West. Um, and th- there's a character. One of the characters is a pair of nurses doing the rounds. Yeah. Um, so the sprite is two nurses with their hands in their pockets, looking a bit stoic, and then doing like high kicks and high kicks jesus i sound like an old man trying to describe but <laughs> martial arts uh, you know doing doing all that fancy stuff yeah <laughs> as um, i recall the nurses have like reused tatsu from street fighter but they do it yeah. by like grabbing each other and doing a twirl yeah yeah. 100%, it's, yeah it's really i mean i love that that's really inventive um but uh i'm not I think uh, even if you're not in the know, I do wonder if if this is the sort of thing that people wouldn't guess exists, uh, which I think is what Tom was getting at. Well, when thinking about the question, like best game that someone not in the know would think, I, I spent a decent amount of time mulling over what someone not in the know means. Yeah. Because if you're a complete, if you're someone who doesn't play games at all, this is Alex true. may be right. Katamari Damacy is like this really cool sort of weird, but really you know, invigorating experience that you can play. Yeah. But for me, someone not in the know is someone who may be familiar with, you know, games in general, but just isn't in yeah. on the specific from the perspective of maybe weird somebody... dark corner of the yeah. internet, right? Someone who I'm knows not... what Street Fighter is, but not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. To- Tom did something great earlier, uh my boss and intelligent man Tom, uh when he said <laughs> that um Katamari Damacy is just you can melt it down to pushing around like a ball until it grows up and kind of it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I don't think I could give like an elevator pitch for Dong Dong Never Die without sounding like... I think you can though, because it's Street Fighter, but with weird characters. And the one thing I will say is Dong Dong Never Die is like the extreme end of quite a wide pantheon of like weird indie fighting games. So obviously there's things like the, all the Mugen stuff, right? But the, yeah. the one that I think of is I think of Terradrome. 
hundred percent. Um, where Terradrome is a independently made PC fighting game. It's really good. Mm. We've digitized sprites the same way, but all the characters are classic horror movie characters. So you've mm. got Jason, you've got Freddy, you've got like Tall Man. I'm trying to think who else is in that game. Um, you've got like um, uh, what's it? Ash Mabel Dead and basically all these iconic slasher movie characters are all in this fighting game. Mm. And so like, I think of that in the same category as Dong Dong Never Die. However, Dong Dong mm. Never Die is so surreal when you look at it. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that it's got this, uh, this weird Terminator-esque storyline. Yeah. Um, is, is it Mugen that's the one that where one of the characters is just the Windows mouse pointer and it's really overpowered? Probably. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think I've watched... Because Mugen is more like an engine. engine. Yeah, so it's more of a, uh, a, a Gary's Mod sort of just a platform for creativity in it. Yeah. I do like, I do like this idea, um, and like I say, the uh, like the, just the inventiveness of what they're doing with these characters. Like I genuinely had never seen that before with the uh, the way they did that with the nurses, where the the whole sprite is is actually two characters. Mm. Um, that's really cool. Um, so that it is it is an interesting one and uh and I just I, I love the title. Um moving on to Tom, uh what have you got for us? Right. I mean I was trying to think if I can like intro this in a long way cuz I've got about 10 minutes to fill here. So um <laughs> Xbox 360 was home to a lot of sort of classic uh indie games, a bit quirky. Mm-hmm. XBLA was great for discovering Mm. little games that you never thought you'd you'd care about and like it's just they all had demos you could give things a whirl and then you're like all right mind I'll, apple jack I'll, I'll buy that or i'll just email the pr and get a code for that um mm. so yeah so this is an xbla game also pc mm. uh it's called mount your friends <laughs> and uh in this game you essentially it's a multiplayer party game really mm. and you have to climb up a mountain of yeah. muscly men, your, your friends. And it's one of these games that is quite awkward to play. You've got buttons for different arms and limbs and stuff. And you swing yourself around, you cling on to any part of another person you can to try and get as high as you can get and then reach it to the, get to the top. You get, I'm pretty sure you get like a time limit per move, possibly. You have to get above the next person stop it and then the other person has a go and then you keep going until you you can't get above the highest point and it becomes very very sort of intense when you're like desperately trying to swing your legs around to get a slight millimeter above the other person's knee or whatever and you're like clinging on to stuff and swinging across um but the whole concept of just you and a bunch of people climbing up each other and you're also half naked right you're just wearing pants um, not the people playing the, in in the game. I mean, you could obviously choose to play like that if you wanted, but it's just that as a as a visual thing, it's quite different to most other games out there. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think most people be like, yeah, that sounds like something that the kids play these days. The game where you uh, swing around your arms and legs, climbing up other other muscly men, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is the kind of thing people think video games are. I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I think. Um, I think I remember this coming out 
and it is it is a an odd one. It's, it's in this sort of this kind of pantheon of things where, uh, what's that other one where you play the big you play the big snaking willies and it's like a knob fight. I think it's called knob fight or something. Basically, I think genital uh, joust. Oh, um, genital joust. That's not the, 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 the thing that I love about Mount Your Friends. I will say <laughs> is Mount Your Friends has a thing where if you can cut a gym, this is a very gym thing. You can cut out um, from photos the heads of your friends and put them onto the characters so you are li- literally mounting your friends yeah i love um, I really and we've like done that. that we've done that i've got the files here on i love PC that somewhere. and once again i also love the title because you know it sounds like i mean for some people this is a lifestyle choice um but yeah it's uh it, it, it's 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 oddball and all three of the all three of these games are i mean as Al, as um alex pointed out earlier it's Anything where you're not shooting terrorists is like for for your average Joe probably quite oddball when it comes to video games. You're not playing football or killing anyone, so um, I think they're all I think they're all really great picks. Um, and uh, once again, just like last week, I am struggling to, um, to make it easier, Jim. Right? So uh-huh. Connor said a minute ago, he's like he was trying to work out what I meant in yeah. the title, right? I meant not what he thinks. So <laughs> he discard his already, right? <laughs> so that just leaves me and Alex. I mean, if anything, if it's <laughs> if it's the if it's the definition of like someone just not in games, like a total layman, and that makes my game even more made up. That's not the argument you had a minute ago, is it? <laughs> it's the argument I have now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if, if if we're talking about somebody who's never been on the internet. You know, like uh, somebody from the seventeenth century. Uh, how, like, wh- where where do we where do we take it? Um, or we we find an Amish person <laughs> <laughs> and present them with dong dong never die and ask them what they make of it, and they'll be like, "Get off my land, um, <laughs> please leave." <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, I mean, I love I love Mount Your Friends. Um, I, you know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm leaning like I know I did this last week, but I'm leaning out Alex's way again, which is uh, uh, racking up. Which is which is you know, um, it makes it makes it, it seems like I'm really trying to get into Alex's it's good basically, books, but I mean, it's basically just video game the video game, right? It's like <laughs> what can what can what can a video game be? Oh, let's make it the most video gamey video game possible, and people are like, oh, this is quirky. Look at this! Look, this the man, I and mean, we let's let's click through ten hours of talking to the big man, <laughs> and then then we'll roll around for a bit, pick up a battery, rolling around for a bit, and I mean, you you go to your average Joe and say, "There's a game where you roll the well, you roll around for a bit and pick up a battery," and they'll be like, oh, "That sounds weird," and then I think that I think that fits the brief perfectly. But it's actually it's it's a really great one because it, it's got so many layers to it, Katamari Damacy, that it's like on the first at first glance it's mental and it doesn't mean anything and it's stupid. This but is you, it. You scratch the surface and it's not mental and stupid. It's actually like actually surprisingly deep and thoughtful. And it says something about the nature of existence. 
which that's not what this as much as Dong Dong Never Die is uh, as much as Dong Dong Never Die is is a really amusing video game and I'm it, and it looks brilliant as much as Mount Your Friends is also really amusing and brilliant I don't think either of them have any sort of surprisingly profound things to say about the nature of existence and therefore I think Katamari Damacy is the best game that someone not in the know would think you made up. Dong Dong Never Die <laughs> is a heart-wrenching story of like sacrifice and you know saving the world. That you know you the final fights on a space elevator. Yeah, I mean the fact. Yeah, but Cat but Katamari Damacy would probably have you Hoover up a space elevator. Katamari Damacy, you literally roll up the whole universe, basically. Yeah, I, I, I mean I. It's it, once again, it's a really tough one, but I'm gonna have to give it to Alex again because he keeps picking these, he keeps making these really good pitches. I had to make up for picking the final furlong. I'm uh, I'm becoming very unpopular with Tom, and <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking about like, I mean, if this had been called best game with the worst control scheme, fine. Like I gave this, I showed this game to my son, who's like, he's pretty shit hot at games, right? He's eight, but he's been He's been playing games since he was four, and yeah. he's like, he's really, he's probably better than me. I won't tell him a lot, of, a lot of stuff, and he could not get to grips with this at all. I was like, no, you've got to press. Was it both forward to go left? You just press the right one forward to go, and then you have to go back, and you can do spins. He was like, no, just get 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 out of my sight. He said. <laughs> Yeah, but he um, wants to play Minecraft. That's the thing. Yeah, he does. He loves uh, Minecraft. Kids aren't very discerning. I mean, I've got I've got a nine year old who loves Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. You know, so um, less said. He's about probably that, looking right? at that Sonic Frontiers footage, saying that's that, that's looking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think all all three of my kids are Sonic obsessed, and they're and they're really excited for Sonic, like uh, Sonic Frontiers. Um, Sonic Two is like their their favorite movie. That's like their Empire Strikes Back. It's yeah, tragic. Yeah. It's <laughs> hey, it's a good, it's a good little film. The, the, I will not hear a bad word about the Sonic. It's films. not. It's the not Sonic bad. Games, however, uh, it's look, the Sonic films are not bad, but like they, they, they have such cultural resonance for everyone under the age of seventeen for some reason. Um, that it's uh, it's I worry, you know, you have to worry for the future. But um, <laughs> all right, well, look, Alex has won again. That's that's three wins for Alex now. So you could probably just, be. you could probably take the next three off and just give some. <laughs> At least Tom will have a chance then. If, uh, if uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll take PayPal. And um, <laughs> so that's it from us for this week. Um, we are not just a podcast, of course. We are a website. We do news, we do features, we do reviews, we do loads of stuff. Check us out at vg247.com. And um, uh, <laughs> that was the best game that someone not in the know would think you made up. Join us next week for... Uh, I don't know. We haven't picked a topic for next week. It might be the best game that Tom's son hates um, or uh, the best game that, that my kids are. Let, let's, let's not actually base it on what our kids think, actually. It's probably a good, it's probably not a good starting point, is it? Yeah, well, my, my, my child just likes flashing images at the minute, so I don't know yeah. what I would. Uh... <laughs> She'd probably quite like Katamari, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, that'll win again next week then. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> the best game that uh, the, the panel's children uh, are into. Okay, right. Well, thanks very much, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. 
Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, please review it, subscribe, and check out what else we do on VG247.com.